once again, we are live here from Brooklyn, New York. This is Sports Social with Ed Easton here on Soundcast FM. Beautiful day outside. A little chilly, but pretty nice for a Wednesday. It's hump day for a lot of people. It's also the start of the NHL playoffs. I talked a little bit about that earlier in the week. It's also the day the Golden State Warriors go for their 73rd win, the record-shattering 73rd win in a regular season. But with all that said, that's the most I'm going to talk about either of those topics. Because today's a new holiday officially because today is when one of the greatest basketball players of all time calls it quits. And today we're going to honor him. Whether you liked him or hated him, that's what made him great. The hero, the anti-hero, or just quite simply... The Mamba. It is Mamba Day. We are celebrating the career of Kobe Bryant here today on Sports Social. And as crazy a career as he's had, like with so much success, especially starting off winning back-to-back-to-back titles with Shaq, winning two later on in his career, changing his numbers. He's done so much epic stuff for the league. That that transition from Michael Jordan leaving and having Kobe Bryant was just seamless. The guy really, he took this league to another level that it really, you know, let's be honest. The NBA has is full of great stars, it always is, but when you have a guy that is revered amongst everyone else in the league. All the other great stars look up to him. That's something special. You can't get that with just anyone. And I find it interesting also to to think about how other players talk about him and how he is hated by many. I, I gotta give him credit for that. It's... He's hated more on the line because of some people say what happened off the court. And even with his attitude and takes too many shots, he has the most misses in NBA history. I I get that. I get that's the big deal, but the guy's numbers speak for himself. 18 All-Star appearances in 20 years. That is insane. You're talking 18 all-star appearances? You just don't hear anything like that. The guy came into the league at 18 years old. He's 37 now. He will turn 38 in the summer, obviously. And he uh, he just gave it his all every time he was out there. And that's, that's something you can ask. You can't really ask for anything more than that. A great talent, which will definitely be missed. And what we're going to do for these two hours is we're going to take phone calls from a lot of Kobe fans or even Kobe haters at this point. So if you want to chime in at any time, 516-900-2278. Just to give you a little background on the stats we're talking about here, we're saying from 1996 to 2016, the guy has averaged 25 points a game. 4.7 assists. 5.2 rebounds and you know 
we can go on about the misses There's a lot of them a ton of misses i get that but you gotta put up a lot of shots to make them kobe bryant like i said it's not gonna be another player like him i, I just I, it's gonna be hard i can't really put lebron james in that category just because of the way lebron james is lebron really does care about people's perception of him you know he says he doesn't he does care because he changes a lot just to appease a lot of people kobe doesn't care kobe's gonna be kobe regardless and let me just put the, let me put another thing in perspective which is just because a lot of people forgot he made his first all-star team in the 98 season 97 98 season at 19 years old and he only started one game he only started one game at 19 years old he made the all-star team averaging 21 a game off the bench i, I just it's crazy i mean he finished the season averaging 15 but at the time he was like up there averaging 20 and this is per 36 minutes mind you It's insane the numbers we really look at it. They're eye popping. We can go with the averaging 35 a game back in 06 when he was the entire team after Shaq left. You just don't hear that stuff often, and it's it's incredible. And I think the NBA is doing a good job at just trying to honor him. And it's tough when you have to honor one of the greatest players to ever play the game, and then you have one of the biggest records that any that nobody thought would be broken, are both happening at the same time. And I think the game, the Warriors game is going to be on ESPN. The Kobe game is going to be at ESPN too. It's going to be, it's going to be wild. It's going to be just a wild night in California. I wonder how Laker fans are really going to take this. Because I can make the comparison because as a Yankees fan, when you love, when Derek Jeter finally called it quits... It was not an easy situation for us. I mean, Derek Jeter was the heart and soul for the Yankees for so long. Him calling it quits was rough. I I can only imagine how Laker fans are going to take this, and we're definitely going to hear from some. We're going to also hear from a Los Angeles native. It's going to be... Uh, gonna be interesting and, and like i said we're doing this a whole kobe special so you're gonna have a lot of kobe themed things we're gonna just throw a little a little like wrinkle into what we usually do with the show and i thought it'd be better if we took you back to the very beginning and when i mean the very beginning he's still in high school mind you and he gets interviewed at a sixers game this is sixers and bulls back in 1995 this was like right before the 96 draft and he's getting interviewed while sitting at the Sixers game living in Philadelphia at the time and uh, it's really interesting so uh, this is Murray on Chicago is Michael Jordan so just to put things in perspective It's okay if he wants to reveal his decision to us right now. It's perfectly fine with us. Thank you, Mark. That's just what I was going to ask him. Maybe he'll surprise me. What's it going to be, college or the NBA? Oh, no, I haven't made up my mind yet. Right now I'm going through the high school season. It's final four time in the state playoffs. So after Saturday, I'll take my time with my family and make a decision. 
I think I'd try. I think your father would be very proud to know that when you met Michael Jordan before the game, you did say, Mr. Jordan. What was that like for you? That's a great feeling. Uh, person I've always looked up to. Uh, it's great when you meet that when you meet your idol. And uh, it's a great experience. And hopefully in the future I'll be able to talk to him some more. When will you ultimately make your, your decision? I'm looking towards late April, early May. Good luck however it turns out to you. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks for joining us. Hmm. Now, just to give everybody a little background, at this time, he was deciding whether or not he was going to go to Duke. Because I think that was a team that he had intentions on, uh, on joining, with, with obviously with Coach K and that whole thing. But we all know what really happened. He ended up getting drafted by the Charlotte Hornets. And now it's become known as the most infamous deal, or now it's a steal, in a matter of fact, because it was a trade. The Hornets traded Vladi Diva. Well, they traded for Vladi Divas, trading Kobe Bryant, who was the 12th pick at the time. And you got to wonder, what if Kobe actually stayed with the Charlotte Hornets? Could we be talking about maybe all these championships? Would he be the same player? These are the things that people are going to wonder for years now. This is like one of those hindsight moments like, oh, yeah, we knew that. And it was a time when a lot of people thought he was going to go to the New Jersey Nets. The Nets had shown a lot of interest, but the Nets decided to go with Kerry Kittles at the time. So you really got to think like... If you're the if you're the Nets, how do you uh how do you feel knowing that you passed up on one of the greatest players of all time? But uh like I said, that was the the prequel to what was to be. And he actually decided to go to the NBA and make that transition. And this is basically how it went back in 1996. In New Jersey the draft was Charlotte Hornets had the next pick. With the 13th pick in the 1996 NBA draft, the Charlotte Hornets select Kobe Bryant from Lower Marion High School in Pennsylvania. A coming out party for the high school kid. Kobe Bryant meeting with the approval of that Charlotte fan in attendance here. And Hubie, this is a guy whose stock has risen every time he's tried out. People like this kid. Well, everyone writing when he first came out, well, he's going to have to bulk up. This guy is 200 pounds at six foot six. He is an offensive whiz. He's very, very talented. He has all pro moves. And when, when you you look at him, you're talking about a young man with range. He can go off the dribble. He can get his shot. And in every place that he worked out, nothing but raves. No one talking about any shortness or a weakness in his game. Jerry West told me today that greatness lies ahead for this young man. Thought he was going to be absolutely fantastic. I recruited him out of high school, and certainly I believe everything he said in, in this man's ability. He is just flat out going to be outstanding. It's going to take him a little time, though, because he, he's going from high school 
skipping college into a very physical game. All he did was average 31 points a game his senior year. His team won the state title with 31 wins and three losses, and he eclipsed the uh, scoring mark of Will Chamberlain in Pennsylvania. This kid has got it all. Yeah, you get the package, and I think what you like best about him, everyone says that he makes everyone else around him a better player. And he's a winning style guy. We realize that there's a lot to overcome when you come right out of high school. But if anyone has a good chance, this young man is blessed with outstanding offensive skills. His dad, Joe Jellybean Bryant, was the 14th pick when he was selected. Kobe, number 13. Let's go to Greg Sager. Well, Kobe, your dad can tell you about the NBA. You can watch every playoff game on TV. But until you go through the workouts, experience yourself, you don't get that firsthand. What was it like, the tryouts? What did you learn? Well, I learned that you have to work hard and you have to approach the game with a serious mindset. Uh, there's a step up from high school, and I understand that. So, therefore, every time I step on a basketball court, I'm going to put a strong effort out there on the floor. I'm, I'm not going to leave anything on the floor. You had the grades. You had the scores to go to college. Why the NBA? It's the ultimate challenge. You know, if I was 40 years old and I'm sitting back and I'm looking back at my career, if I went to college and played on the NBA, maybe I had a great career, maybe not, and I'm still having that down my mind, could I have answered that challenge? Could I have responded to the challenge of the NBA? And that's something that I didn't want to have on my, on my shoulders, so I just really accepted it. A year ago, is Kevin Garnett sitting where you are. Have you talked to him? What advice has he given you? He's talked to me. He's told me a lot of stories and a lot of experiences that he was going through. But all in all, he said it has to be your own decision. You know, he said that I, he can give me a lot of pros and cons, but ultimately has to be my decision. Well, here's a copy of The Sting, the official book of the Charlotte Hornets with your new coach, Dave Cowens, on the cover. Do your homework before you show up at the Hive. Thank you very much. I, I, I'll make sure I will. Right, congratulations. <laughs> now, talk about a throwback. That's Craig Sager interviewing him as he uh, got drafted by the Hornets. Little did he know he'd be traded to the uh, L.A. Lakers very shortly. So, you know, that was the nature of the business, and I guess the uh, Hornets thought that was the move to go. So, Kobe's career... That's the way it started. For everybody that wasn't sure or didn't know that YouTube existed, that's how he started. I mean, I remember watching that draft, not really knowing much about Kobe besides the fact that he was a great high school player. And, uh, you know, it was just interesting. It was just the uh, the breakdown of how people weren't sure. They thought the New Jersey Nets were going to take him. They didn't know who was going to take him. Then he goes to the Hornets. Everybody's getting excited. He's going to go to the Hornets. Then the Lakers make the deal. A, big, a bit of a uh, head scratch because they had Eddie Jones at the time. And as you know, they uh, decided to part ways with Eddie Jones, who was a very good player for the Lakers at that moment. So uh, how about this? Because this is the special Kobe Bryant special, the song break is going to be a classic, classic record where Kobe put out an album. Yes, he put out an album titled K-O-B-E. Yes, this is when he's at the height of his career. Well, early in his career still, but he decided he wanted to rap. It wasn't always pretty, but hey. He gave it a shot. That's all he can say. Here's Kobe Bryant. Featured Tyra Banks. We'll be right back. Sports Social. Come on. Actresses, the play is safe to them. My money ain't bait, but I must 
your bucket of six months with some mad chips. I don't her own or live by the moms and pops home. Rocks top fashion, Adidas, attire, or Timbo's. I don't know, yo, these women come and go. Like the wind they blow, how do I know it's you for show? When God talks to me, give me a signal. But until then, all my ears hear the steady flow. Come on. Easton. We got a call on the line. Caller, who's this? Hey, man, what's up? We got Mr. Danny Class A, aka the birthday boy. He is. Yeah, here. It's, it's really exciting. <laughs> it's exciting that's your birthday. Yeah. Um, no, it's exciting for a variety of reasons. Because of Kobe uh, retiring? No, the Heat Celtics. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's all about Kobe today. I think. I think. Even though I'm not a Kobe fan. I think the answer for me was easy about who was <laughs> easy to tune into. I thought the Warriors record is great, but just the pure pageantry of the Laker game and all the celebrities who are going to be there. Oh no, definitely! I am I really agree. looking forward to it. I definitely agree. I'm definitely going to have it on as well. And it's interesting because I, I'm happy that I have you on because you've been a big, you've been the biggest critic of Kobe Bryant, and it's fair because he's a type of player that he's like the anti-hero, you know. Yes, people that love yeah. him. There's people that hate him, you know. So you're on that side of people that were not. I'm not gonna say hate, 
but you definitely were not a fan of Kobe. Can you tell us why? Just your 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 reasoning for why you weren't a Kobe fan. Well, first of all, I felt like he was just an, another Michael Jordan. And while that plays well for his legacy, I don't know if that plays well for his influence after he's gone. You know, there there will never be another guy who's like Michael Jordan except for Kobe, but he's in his shadow now forever. And also one of the hardest reasons that I've had trouble with Kobe is this last season, like you said, he was the anti-hero, and now he's trying to play the hero. And for me, it's hard to be that when you've been this, like, venomous killer. That's your whole model. You know, you, you pride yourself on winning championships. It, it takes whatever to win. I don't go to parties. I don't have friends. Remember all those stories. And now all of a sudden, it seems like you're prioritizing people's opinion of yourself, which is something you've never done in your whole career. So I don't understand where that came from. And, and it's very hard for me to wrap my head around. But I appreciate his game. Um, I, I just don't think I put him ahead of some of the peers of his time, like LeBron James and Tim Duncan. Uh, but he's a great player, and I, I don't want people to think that I think he's trash. I just think it's hypocritical the way he ended his career. Okay, that's fair. And you know, you also got to give a lot to his PR team because I still feel like he he still kept his um, I don't want to use the word a hole mentality, but he still kept that a little bit. It was kind of like the PR team behind him kind of just gave him that extra, you know, hey, like this is still one of the greatest players of all time. It, the way he is on the court doesn't necessarily mean that's how he is in person. And, you know, we learned that from watching the uh, the Showtime documentary. I don't know if you saw that, uh, Kobe's Muse. I see what you're saying, Ed, but the stuff about, like, those press conferences he's giving, the the retrospective um, I, in Andrew Wiggins, I see myself. I could never see Kobe doing that when he was, like, in his prime. I could never revisit the day where he would say some rookie – like Andrew Wiggins, who's great, but there's no, there's no way we could think he's the next Kobe. Like I, I think, I think it's all, it's all him trying to manage his legacy. I think he saw himself becoming hated, and now, now he's going to be revered, and uh, he's really a lot better at managing media than LeBron James is. I think he, he ended up with it really looking great to a lot of people. And he, he really sculpted his legacy into something that people now, like the young kids will remember this player, Kobe Bryant. Oh, he was this nice guy. He was, he was like Jordan, but he was cool. He was, he had, you know, he, he was giving press conferences about, about the, the good old days. And I, just, I, I don't know. I feel it's fake. <laughs> I feel like this is more fitting of how LeBron would end his career than Kobe. But ultimately, man, at the end of the day, for, for, for most basketball fans, hardcore basketball fans, the last time we saw Kobe Bryant play well was 2012. He played that 2013 season, but Kobe at his best was, was 2012. I think the last relevant game he played was against the Thunder in the playoffs. No, I, think, I think that's fair if you talk about his on court. Uh, now, let's actually let's stick to you know him just talking about on court. You've always been a, a pretty... Uh, like critical in terms of his shot selection, you feel like he's taking a lot of unnecessary shots. But isn't that a part of his game in a sense? Because let, let's be honest, his entire career since he first started, <laughs> he was putting up wild shots. That's that's just what he did. We fell in love with it because he made him when it mattered. Is that fair to say? 
Yeah, I have a, I have a, no doubt that that's that's the the foundation of his game. He's a he's a big shot taker and he's a big shot maker. I have a problem with with you know with the idea that you know his clutch making is what his clutch shot making is what got those five rings. I felt like it was much more of a great Laker organization than it ever was just a Kobe manifesto. Like, it wasn't his destiny to win those rings. It was more so the Lakers that won those rings and that whole organization. Um, my critique, I, I never really mind him shooting a lot. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of Allen Iverson. So that guy shot for no reason. And, uh, <laughs> and Kobe Bryant, you know, he, he shot a lot of bad shots, but he also was actually kind of efficient on where he got on the floor. You know, he always tried to get closer to the basket. It wasn't towards the end of his career that he started taking all of these fadeaways, cause, of course, because even Wade's doing that now. Um, he's getting older. Mm-hmm. But I actually think even though he set the record for most missed field goals uh, throughout his career, I, I don't think Kobe was a bad shot taker. I think he was pretty much a good person if you wanted to get a bucket. Because you knew he thought about the game. So you knew he was either going to try to get to the free throw line or take a good shot. So that wasn't something that I thought about. The only problem with him is that he just didn't want to pass. Right. <laughs> so that right. that was what the main issue was with him. But, you know, that's that's uh, that's never really been a big criticism of mine. I just think he never really meshed with other players. That was the issue I had. Okay, I agree with that. I can see why that was a, a something that you would really pinpoint. But um, the thing that I always liked about him was he never tried to be everybody's friend. It was more like more people were trying to be his friend than the other way around. You know how when you see guys like maybe Melo, it looks like from the outside, we don't know for real, but it looks like from the outside they're all like too friendly on the court. Yeah, yeah. Kobe. Well, I think it, that's a, a defense mechanism. I think um, I think he tried to be people's friend. I think he tried to be Shaq's friend, and Shaq was having none of it. And after that. He, he kept everybody at distance, and if they had to get, if they were to get close to him, it was it was clear that you know you're in the, at the bottom of this pecking order. Same with Paul Gasol; like he was able to get close to Kobe because he approached Kobe as "I'm the second guy." Right. This this is your team, it's Dwight. Like, that was never the case. It's the alpha male approach, basically. You know, like that's that's basically what it was. He was basically saying, yeah. "Okay, if you you know." You you make sure that you're a B you're a B guy. I'm the A guy. Just know that when you're coming in, that's basically how you become friends with Kobe Bryant. Is that what exactly. you're saying? You look at our test. It's the same thing. Wow. Okay. That's a that's a different way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. I think um I think if, if that's that's how most guys like that's how Jordan was. If, if yeah. you get close to me, you have to realize how it is. And um and uh, I think maybe that's why Kobe was a great communicator because with with guys like Metal. Guys like Harden, they don't communicate that. So it leaves this kind of weird vibe in the air, like, who's the guy? Right, right. Now, with Kobe, you know who the guy was. With these other guys, you kind of think they want to be the guy, but you don't know if they want to be the guy, so you're unsure. And I think Kevin Durant and Westbrook, that's what's happening with them. Yeah, Um, I agree. With Kobe, that wasn't the case. No, I definitely agree with that. It's... It's it's interesting when you look at Kobe and like his career from when he started off and you know he was just a wild shooter, just put up a lot of wild shots and all that. To later in his career, I just felt like he became such a smarter player 
dealing with injuries. The guy played hurt all the time. Let's be honest. He's just like Allen Iverson. They both played hurt all the time. Yeah, uh, I would say over the last three seasons, I think he was at 75% almost all the time or less. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, 75% of an old Kobe is what, like 50% of a young Kobe? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he played he played through injuries. I mean, he he was he was always going to give you his hardest. And even in those games when he was 7 for 27 against the Celtics, it wasn't <laughs> for lack of trying. It wasn't for no mental hurdle he couldn't get over. And I think that's the critique with LeBron James is that, you know, sometimes he checks out when the odds are against him. And uh, that's something you can't say about Kobe. No, that's that was actually one of the biggest things. And I know we've always talked about it off um, off air about in regards to Kobe and LeBron and LeBron not having that killer instinct in a sense. Yeah. And that's always been, like, the biggest thing. I feel like if LeBron had the uh, killer instinct, then I put LeBron as a better player. That's just it. Yeah. You know? No, I, I still put LeBron as a better player. But what I, what I will say is that um, – I could see myself preferring to have Kobe Bryant as, as like, let's say the Nets do this fictional draft. And, you know, I could get a young Kobe Bryant or I could get a young LeBron James. I think I might want a, want a young Kobe Bryant, even though I hate him. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I hate him. I love LeBron's game a lot more. I think he was more impactful in every other sense of the word. He was a better defender. He, was, he could guard multiple positions. But I know Kobe Bryant is going to try his hardest. I know Kobe Bryant isn't isn't gonna sub sub you know subtweet his teammates yeah he's like gonna make it clear that that's the stuff is, like yeah. that bothers me when uh when we talk about lebron and we'll probably have this conversation maybe another seven years i guess yeah. <laughs> it's just I, that's what i feel like kobe never did he it was straight up okay you got a problem with me we're gonna you know i'm gonna call you out you saw you he's ready to fight like Kobe's always ready to fight. Even if, we don't even know if he can fight. Besides the Chris Child situation, we don't know. We don't know because he was going after uh, Dwight Howard. Remember yeah, about yeah, two was, years ago? So he's, he follows that forty-eight laws of power where you cultivate an air of unpredictability. Where it's like, well, we don't know what Kobe's going to do. Yeah. He might come to practice. He might curse out Jeremy Lin. This is, this, this, is, this is true. And we're, yeah, we're on the court. Uh, what I say also because I know you're such a big rap fan. I played. I'm playing Kobe Bryant's greatest hits. What? Because I know he's what such a, that? I, you know because he came out with an album. I know he came out with an album. There's no greatest hits. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like a uh, uh, Sheldon Williams highlight reel. Like I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'm playing the three songs that I do have. I, 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 played, the, <laughs> I played the one song he had with Tyra Banks, which was the title of the album also, K-O-B-E. You know? that, was the, that was the lead single to yeah. get people to buy the record. <laughs> <laughs> so, I played that one, you know? Now, uh, I mean, yeah. all right. Okay, I'm, I'm going to play another one too, but let me just ask you, because you're such a big battle rap fan, you don't think Kobe could have survived in a battle rap against Shaq? You think they oh had yeah, he would. He would definitely three zero Shaq. I think. Oh. I, I think Kobe would come prepared. That's the thing. I think Kobe sucked at rapping. Shaq is probably better, but Kobe would think about like what's gonna bother Shaq. What you know? What what did he do last year? Right, he, right. You know that championship he won with the Maver with with the Heat. So you know, was he really the guy? So, <laughs> so I think I actually think Kobe would win. Wow. Uh, that's my opinion. It's a cerebral assassin. That's what you're calling uh, Kobe Bryant yeah, he here. Would win. Think about it. Kobe Bryant in a rap battle? Yeah. 
That's Kobe all day. It's, it's <laughs> as weird as that may say. Hey, look, you also got to give Kobe credit. He had a song with uh, with uh, Brody Boy Nas and Fifty Cent. For real, yeah. man, you're just pulling out like all the stuff nobody cares about, and I, you're just putting it on a fun street. It's, it's the special. It's the Kobe Bryant special today. So you know you gotta you gotta let it happen. Mamba Day. <laughs> it's Mamba, Mamba Day. Day. Thank you. Uh, Thank you again, uh, and happy birthday, man, once again. You know what I mean? So uh, enjoy your Thank day you, watching basketball, because I know you're going to watch it. Yep, Joe Johnson against the Celtics. That's what we thought about today. <laughs> see, see, ya. see ya, Ed. Have a good see one, ya. Danny. Goodbye. <laughs> that was Danny Class A giving us his thoughts on uh, Kobe Bryant retiring. And uh, I laugh because I know he's, for, for years, mind you, he's always had a debate. He's never been a big Kobe fan. He felt like Kobe shoots too much. Kobe does too much of this, too much of that. So it's uh it's interesting that he uh gave his his thoughts on it and he gave some pretty interesting um uh pluses. He actually was applauding Kobe in terms of what he's done for his career, what he's done for the game and you know just in regards to what he's what his his whole perception is. I think that was in question regarding how he went from being that guy that wasn't the nicest in the world to now being this lovable, like, oh, man, it's Kobe's leaving. It's going to happen to most players, and I think that's fair. I, I think it's okay that he gets the send-off the way he's getting the send-off. I don't think he's just be, like, forgotten, you know? I hope Kevin Garnett gets a proper send-off as well. The guy, Kevin Kevin Garnett's still going to probably play next year because he said he hasn't announced any retirement plans. Guy's been an ambassador for the league forever, and I, I think they have to, as much as Kevin Garnett has become a jerk later in his career, you got to show the guy some love. He's done a great job for the NBA itself. And uh, now I, I did say I'm going to get into some more Kobe music. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this, okay? This is actually early Kobe from that same album. He did have a song with Brody Boy, Nas, and 50 Cent. Yes, this is all real stuff here, okay, people? Just letting you know. Uh, once again, it's taking calls. If you have any thoughts on Kobe Bryant, just any memories or anything you want to bring up, the number is 516-900-2278. That's 516-900-2278. And we're going to jump into this. This is over the Who Shot You beat. My goodness. Here we go. I drop something on y'all. It's like, it's like, what's it like? My microphone's a Glock 9. Black, I'm dipped in that. Uh -huh. The beat's my mash. Jam me for the platinum you have. Run it. The illest, watch me become it. Uh -huh. I'm here, and took Ebola like straight to the wig. Uh -huh. Speak truth like kids, tell you what you don't know. What? Kobe? Yeah, he's real with the uh -huh. flow. <laughs> Kick in the dough, wave in the flow, flow. All you heard was stop. Can't take the hits, no. Can't take the hits, no more. Bend the flow, flow. All you heard was stop. Can't take the hits, no more. Ha! Didn't know I had your block on SWAT. I'm CIA, y'all nothing but beat cops. I rock like my mom's main name was cocaine. Place you on my A fiendless and pay you cane. Think you can handle? Like a strip when you rock? Think again, you'll find your lost your mind of judgment. My confidence springs from watching y'all fall. Oh, force the hustle, rap ain't y'all. I'm a hop in your brain. Tell you what you thinking. Yeah, that's my hop in your brain. Tell you what you thinking. Yes, I'm speaking, but I ain't him writing. So cold, I put the ice in nice. Uh -huh. You're too broke to pay attention, and my style is priceless. If you hear me say murder, that means I'm a thug poet. If I say my mind kills, that means I'm a thug poet. If I say that I'm a clock, that means I'm a thug poet. And when I lay you down, that makes me a thug poet. Thanks and dudes for the gank and tanks of booze. Shanks and tools, it's the gangsters, links and hues. For poems about broken homes, and Jesus pieces, dope is the popes and Rome. Poetical feel, thug over 
tongue It's like what, yo? Bring her home, we both a bone Pre-court thought, flow in a sober zone My lifestyle, chromosomes, bras, hope to clone The crack lust, black dust, and the gap bust That claps the lackluster Memoirs of the black hustler Condos, beamers, fine hoes Coke bags, coat tags, John Doe's John Doe's, bean bean skitsin' in the plane of day as It's hard to reach this mill guard anyway Money green backdrop, paint gray Rubber gripped on that rainy day Peep the way I came to play One aim of the game, rain and stay Abstain astray from objective Insane assess, don't know I'm too ticked from blowing a hole through music But I'm mourning, pin pouring in For the streetwise who met their end Cause I know beneath the wee highs and gin Dim eyes and skin Die some of our wisest men Until the skies ascend I pray for the day we see you rise again Thug poet, street analyst Is this the thug poet Hustlers bang out to Thug poet, blows for your block, hip hop, thug poet. Yo, everybody know 50 don't know how to act I run up on cats with gats and aluminum bats Y'all got fat while we sh** we starve It's my turn, shit I done fell how a slug burn I still won't learn Niggas in the hood to tell you 50 crazy I'm screaming, they done shot my baby Son, I yap your shine, I clap the nine I slap you on, not one of them niggas you wanna fuck with I spit the shit to keep you listening Keep my wrist glistening I left niggas alone and they still And we're back, Sports Social with Ed Easton 50 Cent just goes off, starts cursing. That's some classic stuff right there. Classic Kobe Bryant. Classic him rapping back in the day. I don't know. I don't feel like it was that bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't that bad. But once again, this is the uh, special for Kobe Bryant's last game tonight, 1030 against the Utah Jazz. We're actually going to be playing hard because Utah needs to win for a chance to make the playoffs. So... It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be. It's gonna. I'm really want to see how the Lakers are gonna do this whole proper. They gotta be a proper send off. I remember how they did uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They did a, a huge thing for him, and you can only imagine how they're gonna do. You know, they did Magic, same type of deal. Like it was a huge deal. Shaq got a nice retirement thing when he came back. Kobe Bryant is gonna be. It has to be huge. There's no other. Uh, no other way to break that down. Now, one of the things that Kobe has brought to the league is just this, this tenacity in terms of like work ethic. The guy always in the gym, always putting in the extra hours, always kind of he's helping his teammates in a sense. He may be a little rough with his teammates. We've heard the clips of him like screaming at players and talk about they're soft, you know, comparing them to Charmin toilet tissue. It's, you know, that's that's that was his mindset. I mean, he's right. The team is the worst team in the league, or amongst the worst team in the le- teams in the leagues, in the league. I, I don't really count them with. Uh, I don't count Philadelphia a lot just because that, that's just a mess, full out mess over there. But man, those 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 Lakers are not too good, and you don't know how they're going to be next year. People are saying they're probably going to be better because they don't have to worry about the the circus that was. Kobe Bryant always traveling and and just saying his goodbyes and everything. He doesn't have to start anymore. We'll see. Gonna be really curious to see how this goes. Now, I saw recently there was an interview and this is I say about maybe a couple weeks ago on Inside the NBA after the Lakers picked up a win against the Miami Heat. 
Kobe got a chance to talk to an old teammate of his. They actually buried the hatchet. We all remember the beef between Shaq and Kobe and and everything they were going through at the time and why they couldn't be teammates anymore. And one of them had to go and he decided, let's move Shaq. Well, they, those two actually were able to uh, bury the hatchet. And they had a fun interview on Inside the NBA, which comes on on TNT after the games. And uh, it's it's definitely interesting to check out. We we'll actually play a clip from it just to hear these two guys just talk about the game and just, you know, pretty much growth, I should say. That's the best way to describe it. On headset. Kobe. Diesel, what's going on, my brother? <laughs> Kobe, 12 Man. games left, 20 years. You ready to give it up, bro? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. It sounds crazy to say, you know, a game I've been playing since two years old, but I'm absolutely ready, man. It's 20 years, man. I can't ask for much more. Kobe, you oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Shaq. Listen, C. Webb sitting next to me. He keeps saying we cheated him in that game. Oh, wow. That's true, but I ain't say that, Cole. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to talk to the man about me. <laughs> hey, man, you know he started stuff, Cole. Hey, don't even hey, man. He's uh, Don King over here, man. Hey, you know, it, it just is what it is, man. The, peop the people that win history battles are the ones that write history, so. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Ooh, that was a damn. Ooh. No, no, no. See, Kobe. Hey, man, anyway, we cool with that. Man, don't, <laughs> let, listen, don't let listen, Shaq listen. do this. You know, you know, you know me and Diesel got to stick together. Oh, now we're never, man. I know, I know how we do. I, mean, I totally understand. But, Kobe, the way you played, the way, the way you played your career, the way that, you know, you looked at the best and you emulated that and then surpassed a lot of that, do you plan to take that same hunger to whatever's next in your life? Can you do that? Do you have that same hunger that you could take from what you've done and been the best at to the next stage of your life? Yeah, you know, I, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that, that's, that's a, you know, it's a very uh, obsessive gene <laughs> that I have, and, you know, it makes for uh, a lot of sleepless nights, but um, I'm absolutely looking forward to it, and, um, yeah, I'll have the same, the same attitude for sure. Kobe, it's your girl, Lisa, and, uh, you know. What's up, Lisa? What's up? You know, we had a chance to talk quite a few times about this whole retirement thing. You know, it just breaks my heart to see 15 wins. Just let's just be honest, me and you. How difficult <laughs> has it been to play this year and have that few of wins? And you know how much we love to win, practice, game, it don't matter what. How difficult sure. has this season been? No, it's been difficult. Um, you know, but at the same time, it, you know, the way I try to look at it, which helps me, is, uh, you know, I've been very fortunate to have cake for dessert for many many years mm -hmm. so i can't sit here this year and complain that there's no more cake left <laughs> kobe they're doing kobe they're doing a big celebration for you the last game a lot of us are going to be there can you promise me one thing what's up i need 50 that night can you do it the <laughs> last, last home game at the staples can you give us 50 42 uh no <laughs> no absolutely not all right bro absolutely not man but I, i'm looking forward to seeing you man yes uh, likewise that, that game one more time man well kobe how important are these games like tonight yeah i know there was a question as to whether or not you were going to go because it's a back-to-back -back wednesday in phoenix and that's the last time you'll be in phoenix but is it just moving past the pain and understanding the importance of these final games and and sort of being kobe bryant in this last stretch no it's, it's really just a uh, you know a safety thing you know with the shoulder um, it's uh, 
you know, we don't want to run the risk of subluxing the shoulder. So you have to be extremely careful in that situation. Now, last thing I want to do is miss the remainder of the season and have to go on a surgery table again. So we've got to be cautious. Um, and at the same time, I want to be able to get out there and play and perform in front of the fans, no matter how I feel, no matter how I look. And, you know, it's just a matter of um, being safe. Well, Kobe, I just want to tell you, just as a fan, as a friend, it's been so great watching your career, watching you develop from the first day you got to L.A. and to now getting to your last game. Thank you for all that you've done for us, for the game, taking it to the next level. And I just want to tell you, love you and wish you the best of luck in whatever it is you choose to do next. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. All right, Kobe, thank you so much. Uh, it, like Lisa said, it's, it's been a pleasure and, and a thrill to watch you play and continue to play. So we cherish these final games down the stretch. And, cool. Uh, see you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank yes, you for indeed. stopping by. <laughs> All right, bro. See you soon. It's like just another, you know, testament to what Kobe Bryant meant to the league and what he means. Just like that was Lisa Leslie. For everybody that was listening, she was on the panel as well. You talk about Chris Webber and just that's the, the almost a fraternity of uh, players in the leagues and um, and the respect that they have for each other and just hearing how like Shaq and Kobe are now with each other and, and one of the main things that I got from now obviously Kobe is Kobe talking about being out there for the fans whether he's hurt or not just going out there and playing the games and that's that's what it's all about you know I complain all the time about players taking back to backs I get it's your body and, and you take a lot of wear and tear on the body but this is what we got you here for you know you're, you're getting paid millions of dollars just play you know like suck it up for us and play that's that's always been the thing with that but uh it was uh it, like i said it, he's always been a guy that's played his hardest talks about his shoulder like he needs to get surgery right away you know after the after the season he's probably going to do that and that'll be it for him it's it's crazy i think he played over 50 games this year which is a lot more he's played in almost two years uh, 65, actually, to, to be exact. This will be number 66 tonight, you know, of a possible 82. So he's he's done what he could do. That's that's basically it. And uh, like I said, we uh, saw one of the best out there. I do want to make a correction. I said he was a 12th pick. He was actually a 13th pick. I know you guys heard it when I played uh, David Stern's clip. Kind of called myself out there, but it's okay. It's... um. Like I said, it's going to be an interesting um, setting and how packed, how many Laker legends are going to be there. My God, it's going to be insane. But uh, once again, we're taking your calls, 516-900-2278. You know, just talking uh, Kobe Bryant. And you got to expect the city of L.A. to just to just really be shut down for a while. I mean, that Laker game, for as bad as they are, and it's sold out. You talk about Citra going for $3,000 and... Every celebrity in the world was trying to get tickets to this game from when he announced it, I believe, back in November. It's, it's crazy, and I'm happy to say I had the honor of seeing Kobe play his final game in Madison Square Garden. It's it's just, that was a cool moment for me. Like, you just don't get moments like that, and to see, to see him actually have that it was really cool, and... And I knew it was probably his last game by the way he was looking, by the way he was waving to the fans, and he had his, his family there, and it was that type of mood to it. So I'm really proud of being able to go to that game and just enjoy it. 
because you don't get to see legends like that often. And that was a cool moment for me. Without question, a cool moment. Uh, now, I do want to also point out for those that are going to be switching back and forth to watching the Warriors game and and such. You just got to enjoy the moment. Like, enjoy the fact that you have a superstar player like that and just cherish it. We have a we have a caller on the line. Caller, who's this? Yo, yo, it's Lana. Oh, my God, it's Lana. It's been a while. <laughs> Hi, Ed. How's it going? How are you? I'm doing very well, doing very well. Talking about your boy Kobe Bryant here. This well, is... he's going to be all you talk about for the next week. It is. Well, actually, it's going to be just for today. We're gonna just give, we gave him the whole day. We've been playing some of his classic, uh, his songs, because you know he used to rap, right? Yes. <laughs> you don't sound too proud of that. Mm-hmm. You sound like you're doing this for jokes. I'm doing this. Doing? I'm doing this for acknowledgement. Is to this show, a joke, Ed? I, I am showing his versatility. I know you are very protective. You are an L.A. native, so I get it. So uh, I am very protective. I have to and ask. Just so you know, nobody's going to care about any other game that's being played today. You should just see all the media <laughs> that's centered around Kobe. Nobody's going to care Look, about anything else. 73 wins is pretty important. I'm just want to put yeah, that out there. It doesn't matter. They're going to win. It's not like they're playing anybody significant. <laughs> okay, well, let me ask you this. Now, you obviously being an LA native, you've, you've, have you gotten chances to see Kobe live at all Like while you yep. were there? Kobe started playing when I was in third grade. I got to see Kobe all throughout high school, one time through college. Wow. Okay. So, what were yeah. you? What was he the reason why you became a Laker fan or not? No, I was born in Inglewood, California. I was born <laughs> a Laker. I was born down the street from the Forum. I was born a Laker before the Lakers moved downtown. Okay, that's a good reason. But he came to the Lakers when I was in third grade, so he's all I know. Mm. Okay. He's my football. Uh, my sorry, football. He's my basketball god. Wow. Did you call him a basketball You call him a basketball god? I want to make sure you said that right. He is. Wow. Okay. That is To deep. me, I was born in 88. I don't know nothing about Magic and the rest of them, although they have put my <laughs> Lakers on the map. They have. All right. But Kobe gave us five chips. I don't know a player in the league who gave me, given any of you or your teams five chips. Um, a guy named Derek Jeter. But, um, it, you know. No, no, just... no. In the league. Oh, We're NBA. not talking baseball. Okay, okay. I'm saying sports. I just want to put that out there. No, no. Okay, so let me ask you, because obviously you're L.A. native. You guys got to see him on a, on a regular basis. Right. What was the mood just around the Lakers and just the way Kobe was viewed there? Because everywhere else, like especially New York. Every kinda... time he touched a ball, okay. everybody was yelling and screaming. And okay. when we walked into the stadium we already knew it was going to be a w like it, it that that was the atmosphere we know we're going to win we talked the most ish a because we're from la and then b because we kobe was in his prime okay okay so um let me ask you this then so obviously going through the years with the winning and everything where you guys got spoiled for a while hmm. was there was there ever a moment when you're like you know what i can't stand kobe like he's shooting too much never. he's you just never. stood by him the entire way never I couldn't say that about Kobe and shooting too much because who else around him was shooting? Here's the thing. It could, I could have said that. People said the same thing about Iverson, and the reason why the story may be a little bit more factual when it comes to Iverson is because he didn't win any rings. But you can't tell me about somebody's doing too much of anything when there's results. That doesn't make sense to me. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. 
That's, I love the dedication. That's really why I'm doing this. I'm pulling this out of you to get that dedication. So now I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Kobe shoots too much, but he <laughs> shot himself into five rings. What have you done? Ooh. Or anybody on your team done? Ooh, okay. I see you've missed being on the air in a while. I see this. I can tell. I can tell. It's all coming out now. Um, <laughs> now. Yeah, y'all been trying to come at me in this chat. <laughs> So just just to, just to let you know, okay, Kobe Bryant this is the last game tonight. Right. You you you've been in LA recently. Yeah, I just got back. Just yesterday. got back to New York. What yeah. is the buzz in LA like right now? Like just in general, because well, to everybody this game. like it's gonna be like like all the bars are gonna be packed. There was like Kobe signs up. There's like billboards with him up. Like it's gonna be a celebration. I'm 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 kind of sad I'm not gonna be there, but I don't I really. I hate to see him go out like this. Like, this is a disturbing season. So, the last two seasons have been super disturbing. Um, but I think it's going to be more of a party than anything. I don't even think the game's going to matter. I think L.A. is full of people, full of stars. Everyone's going to – everyone who's anyone is going to be at the Staples Center tonight. And it's going to be a full-out party. And I think it's going to last for hours. Hmm. Like, I think they're going to have a parade outside. A parade. Staples. Wow. That's Not a, like that's a parade, a but it's going to be, like, a big deal. Okay, gonna be a big deal. That's good. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm loving all the love that Kobe's gonna get, and the fact that everybody's got this calling. They calling it Mamba Day. I don't know if you realize that. I know it's Mamba. I know everything about today. <laughs> okay, you know everything about today. <laughs> so you're gonna watch it tonight, obviously. Yes. I, I need to ask you now one more question. Yes. Do you? What do you think Kobe does next? I don't know. Like I, I can't, I can't really see Kobe going and getting a job. Like I can't see him like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go work for ESPN. But I don't think he's gonna like venture away from the sport of basketball too much. I honestly think he's gonna probably, probably take a seat in the back and try to work on rebuilding the the Lakers. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if him and Magic and the rest of them played an intricate role in that. Okay. Um, I, I'm not. I can't. I can't put my finger on. I just. I can't see him. I, maybe. Maybe. Maybe making appearances on like sports shows and stuff like that. But I don't see him like working for TNT. I just. I just. That's just not his personality to me. I agree. So, I agree. We'll I was. See. I was hoping he would. I just want to see him actually come out and not be as. No. He's so like you know he's meticulous. He's very he's closed off. You very. don't see him after like if it's not the season you don't see him. Yeah. Period. That's fair But enough. I think he's going to do something something really, really significant within the NBA. Just not sure what. Can't, I couldn't put my finger on it. That's fair enough to say. Lana, thank you very much for uh, sure. sharing your L.A. expertise <laughs> on what's going on in terms of Kobe's last game. Look to talk to you soon. All right. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye. That was Lana B. She uh, definitely is going to be featured a lot on KeepItARealSports.com, so uh, look forward to that. The website is up. It's still going to go through some tinkering, but just for you guys to to know what's going on. And uh, she's, like she said, she's an L.A. native, so she knows how the, the mood is. And she was defending him the way I do as a Yankee fan, defended Derek Jeter on his way out. It's the greatest. I mean, the guy's the greatest at what he did, in my opinion. And I feel like it was... That's pretty much the energy you expect from that. I'm going to have another huge Laker fan call in in the next uh, hour, so check that out. He's going to – I knew this guy for years.
And I'm talking about um, I'm talking about Mr. David Harwell, Mr. Doctor Black. Even though he does wrestling all the time, the guy has been the biggest Kobe Bryant supporter I think I've ever known, besides maybe Lana B, who just called in. It's uh, it should be interesting to hear his words on it. But by popular demand, guess what, guys? I got some more Kobe Bryant music. So uh, let's check this out. This is him with Brian McKnight. This one we called "Hold Me." So I hope you guys enjoy it. Go check it out. We'll be right back to Sports Social with Ed Easton once again taking calls. And your thoughts on Kobe Bryant at 516-900-2278. Kobe. Honey, listen up. Listen. The lies and pain. It's enough. Listen up. End it. Exit. Leave homes alone. Uh-huh. Drop the tone. Uh-huh. The New York Giant man's a client. I'm the president. Yeah. Money long like jail sentences. Sentences. Yeah. Poetic. Him. Him. Forget it. Yeah. Amnesia. I need ya. I need a woman like you. I know you wanna go. Wanna go. Your girlfriend say, say that you wanna leave. Here's my chauffeur. Uh-huh. Give him his keys to his V's. And honey, you can ride me. Remember way back when, when I first met you Didn't want to sweat you, wanted you to put me on One five five at the ruckus, all the mother suckers Tried the game, I knew you were the one Oh yeah I know you think about me You think about me When I sleep, I feel tears trickling down my cheek. Stay strong, pride telling me move on. My heart's fighting me, forcing me to hold on. Yours forever, felt for you beyond measure. Pure as ever, amazed by sins of treasure.
We're back. This is Sports Social with Ed Easton. Another classic Kobe Bryant line. This is him with, with Brian McKnight. This song was called Hold Me. Was it bad? I thought Kobe's verse was pretty good. Roller the Kobe. I'm a Kobe rap supporter. I think Kobe should probably probably try a career in rap after this. Why not, right? He's got time now. I think Kobe can survive in today's rap world. So if you're listening, Kobe, I think you should get behind the mic again, man. You still got it. Once again, we're taking your calls. 516-900-2278 here on Soundcast FM. It's interesting. I mean, like, you, you watch, I was watching some of that video and how it was so 1990s. Like, oh, my God. They had the big glasses, everything. The, the whole sound to it is about as 1990s as it gets. That made me feel old because I remember that video when it was out. Just saying. Interesting, interesting stuff. Now, just going back into tonight's festivities. I've been searching up and down, just trying to get any other possible surprises that, that you know, the NBA is going to throw out there for Kobe's last game. Just trying to see. Uh, they have actually this, this great thing on YouTube for the NBA. They'd be actually provided was this ultimate access. It's 10 minutes of like his entire career in a nutshell. It's, it's amazing. Uh, you guys, if you have a chance, check that out. It's really cool. It's on NBA.com as well as the NBA YouTube. It's really cool stuff up there. Kobe's big nights. They changed the rail station now in LA. And it's 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 interesting. I mean, this is the rail station that stops for Staples Center for everybody that doesn't know that's in the LA area. The uh, Pico station on Metro Blues on, on Metro's Blue and Expo rail lines will for a day become the Kobe station. That is incredible I mean he has his own station now that's how uh, that's how important he means to the culture and to what the Lakers are about as well as the city so that's been up for a while now since uh, 6 a.m. Pacific time it's a uh, really really interesting like I said Kobe Bryant this is it for him great career i'm actually gonna play a little bit of some of what people were saying about him and this is like some of his peers as well as some coaches just comments on him in general and uh like i said he's he's kobe bryant man is you only get one you only get one kobe bryant and the guy has just been the guy for so long and we're honored to at least be able to watch his career and follow him as he grew up and I like I, I said earlier when it came to Peyton Manning, it's like a part of your childhood is is now over. Now you can officially be a, an adult. There's no more Derek Jeter. There's no more Peyton Manning. Now there's no more Kobe Bryant. Man, that is tough to, to really swallow. That's a tough pill to swallow right there. So we only hope for the best for the main man, Kobe Jellybee. Well, not Jellybee. Is his own name Jellybee? No, that's his dad's name, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> It's definitely a good time. Kobe Bean Bryant. Not Jelly, just Bean Bryant. Everybody out there wondering. It's funny. I'm looking at the stats right now and just seeing like some of the stuff that he did. Because he's moved to small forward now. Is this the only year he's played small forward? It was this year. 
because of the uh, different guards that were brought in. And he's, uh, he has this weird stat because he has number eight and number 24. Those are his two numbers. Which number gets retired? That's kind of what I want to know. If, if you're the Lakers, do you retire on both? Is that possible? I mean, he's been equally as good with both both jerseys. The only thing he's won three with the number eight, and he's won two with the number 24. You could easily say, oh, well, then you know what? He has to go with number eight because he won more titles. But I feel like with number 24, he's had to do so much work on his own to win even those two titles and to go to three straight finals. I mean, the guy, like I said, it was... It's ridiculous. The numbers, they pop out at you. Like, I'm just taking a look right now. Him moving on to wearing the number 24. That was the that was a transition that he decided he wanted to make that he felt like was going to change his career, give him a new life in a sense, because he was going through so much it, with the um the rape allegations and all that, that he thought he needed just a, a, a brand new, you know, a brand new lease on life. So going with a brand new number, abandoning the uh the iconic number eight in a sense, was his move. So, got to give it up for Kobe on that one. But uh, I do think they have to. Like, they really have to get that, um, that both numbers retired. There's just no, there's no other way of handling it. It would only be right. And I'm actually going to read through what, what he has, because... For his uh, titles that he did, he, he won about five division titles with the number eight, and then he won four with number 24. So it's interesting, but I know we have a call on the line, and is this Dr. Black? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Dr. Black, sir, how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, it's been a sweet day. The mama's uh, last game. Final farewell. Tipped his hat, walked away after 20 good, long, strong, hard seasons. 20 years of Kobe Bryant. And I, yep. I know, obviously, because uh, we've known each other forever, that the fact that oh, yeah. you've been a fan with him since day one. 95, I've been a Laker fan. Yeah. 21 years. I know. So since day one, you've been a fan of Kobe Bryant. Yep. What can you tell us, like, when you, when you first – Saw him in a game as a rookie. What did you? What were your first initial thoughts of him? That boy good. <laughs> that's that what you boy thought. Good. As a rookie, that's what you thought right away. I mean, all right. Remember, he was set behind Eddie Jones, yes. but we all knew there was something special about him. Mm -hmm. And the thing was, me was just like, when he gets his opportunity, he's gonna be something. He's gonna be something great. Now, if he would, I would say, I would say this. And I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna be bold saying it. I think if he would have started from day one, I think he would have had more rings. Really? I really say that because remember, Shaq came '96, so him and Shaq would have started their dynamic duo from when Kobe got drafted. So from there on, you would have had, you probably would have had 
more rings from that from that duel. I mean, we got the trip, we got the three feet, right? But I think we could have more than the three feet because we did have a solid. We had a solid team back then. It wasn't like we had, you know, because the 2014, even though it was like the all star of all star teams, that was a debacle. But we had we had a solid squad. The bench wasn't deep. The bench wasn't great. But Shaq and Kobe and Fish, they made it all good. And you had, you know, the compliments around them, Odom, mm-hmm. down, down the road. But it's, it's so many pieces that could have made Kobe, I say, has a couple more. You feel like he, he was robbed of racing. You really believe that, that year against the Pistons? If he had, oh God! I, that, you got to be honest. That Pistons team was extremely. Gr- I've never seen a better defensive team. They were they were shutting teams down every night. Uh, two things. They the greatest that, that 2014. Oh, jeez. I this is how I look at it. 2014. It was really, 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 really good. Okay. But we ran into a bus off. Named Detroit, <laughs> and Detroit just like walloped us, and that was kind of like that. That kind of led to our downfall because after '04, Kobe almost wanted out. A few seasons later, he wanted to go to they were going to trade him to Chicago. It didn't happen, but I'm glad he stayed because he he established his legacy. I can't call him the greatest Laker of all time because we all know that's magic. Mm-hmm. But that's fair. Cause yeah, that's magic. If he would have won, I, I say this. So if Kobe would have won that six ring, that Usu six ring, probably would have been Kobe. Okay. But because Magic did it, it's like it's one of those things. Because Magic did it first, it just it's his. It, it's his to be the greatest Lake of all time. But Kobe's number two. Okay. So Kobe's number two, but. Now let's look into let's look into what Kobe's done, and I was just having this little discussion in regards to what he's going to do. Which number gets retired? Is it the number eight, both. or you think both numbers get retired? Gotta, it got to be both. You got to retire both. Okay. You have to. He, ten, he, you see what he did at number eight? Yeah. He won the two, he won the three rings. He won three rings at eight. He he won he won the, uh, he won two two with twenty four. Yeah, he got it. He got to get both in. Both in. Okay. Both numbers. Yeah, both numbers have to go in. You can't pick one. Wow. Okay. Which one goes in? Nah, both. But how would you even? How would you even hang that? Would you just put like a big sheet that says twenty four and eight on there? Like I, 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 I think it would just put two jerseys up there. Or just have two. Who'd <laughs> be the only man with two jerseys up there? You know what? That would be interesting. Like, that would be very like interesting. one with eight, then one with twenty four. It makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Look, I'm not he against has it. He to go to the ring of honor though. Oh, he's gonna get a statue. I think he gets one too. You think? Yeah. I, yeah. He will. Yeah, like, oh, and the statue has to be him doing a fadeaway. You think he's doing a fadeaway? That, so, yes. So you want old to be wearing which number? 24? Because <laughs> ah. 24 was fadeaway. Fadeaway Kobe was 24. Number 8 was Kobe's athletic, you know? This is this is where, see, this is where it gets tricky. Which one, which Kobe do you, because he had Kobe, Kobe the jump shooter was 24. Kobe, the athletic Kobe, who was crossing everybody else, dunking on cats, was number eight. So, yeah, I don't know which number you put on the statue. 
could you maybe you could put twenty four in the front, eight in the back? Maybe? Uh, that's not bad. I mean, I I would do that. I think that makes sense. You could put twenty four in the front, eight in the back, or eight in the front and twenty four in the back because he did end his career. He's going to end his career rocking twenty four. Honestly, though, tonight if I was Kobe, I'd come back rocking the eight. For one night only. For, for one night only. For one night only, you would have him come back wearing number eight. Yeah. This would be actually, tonight. Actually, it's what I would do. One half, rock number eight. The other half, rock 24. Okay. I think that works. Now, let me ask you this, because you followed him for so long. And do you feel like he should have retired earlier, or this is this the right time? This is the right time. He, because the thing, you got to remember, Kobe always has been super, and we do, and you, you know, like I know, super competitive. Now, do I, now over the years, do I wish he's take, he wish he could have taken less, taken less money so we could have added more star players? Yes. <laughs> uh, but do I think he should have retired many, many years ago? No. This this time is right. Him doing 20, 20 seasons, it just seems perfect. It seems like the it's like the perfect storm. And he's always wanted to fight back. He was that guy to fight back. So he needed it. He, he needed it. He needed to do it for him. Okay. I think that's why. And he and and as long as he can play at a high level, I mean, he wasn't. I mean, he's been putting up thirty. Has some body points in the last few games, so can't say he's not. He didn't play at a high level. He's just been really, really hurt all year. So that being said, you can't really fault him. But Kobe, a good, healthy Kobe, I would say. Even what is he? Thirty-seven, thirty-eight. He's thirty-seven. He's going to turn thirty-eight in August. He, I think he could be still half of the league. Even now, if he's healthy, if he, if he was, if he's healthy enough, I know he's better than half the lead. Still, even in his advanced age, because he was that good. So, now nah, I, I can't say he's unguardable. He's he's still guardable. <laughs> he's guard. Wow. He's guardable now. Before in the back of the day, he he was almost untouchable. You couldn't guard him. Bruce okay. Bowen, Bruce Bowen did a good job. <laughs> I can't hate, but he was almost unguardable. Wow, almost unguardable, really. At 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 points in his career, when he was number eight, you telling me he was guardable? You know what I thought you know, about you, it. Who, who was locking Kobe down outside of Bruce Bowen? Well, I'm trying to think about like I know guys that call themselves Kobe stoppers, like the Ruben Pattersons of the world, and they they never stopped Kobe at all, obviously. Yeah. I, I always felt like Kobe was one of those players that you have to, like, let him just shoot and shoot, shoot. and shoot because there's nothing else you can yeah. do. Especially back when he had athletic – like, let's let's put it in perspective. I say around the 05-06 season, I think that was the year he averaged 35 a game. Yeah. That year he had the combination of still athletic and had that yep. fadeaway shot. Yep. And nobody could do anything with him. That was also the same year he scored 81 in a game. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. like how do you you know how do you guard that 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 that's when he was unguardable 
Let's be honest you with you. Couldn't. He was unguardable at that time. He said he was after 41 minutes a game also. Let me tell you something. Like, people, at one point in his career, LeBron was unguardable. Like, everybody was un, Like, every, not, or all the superstars at one point in their career or another were unguardable. Like, Michael Jordan was unguardable. Kobe Bryant was unguardable. Allen Iverson at one point was unguardable. So, LeBron, T Mac, a couple of guys were really unguardable. You couldn't, you couldn't stop them. You just had, like, in Kobe's instance, you had to let him shoot himself into a bad night. Like, that's how, that's how it was with Kobe when he was unguardable. And when he had athleticism, he didn't really need the jump shot, so he would just take it on. He would just take it on and you'd posterize you. I'll hit you with a nice, I'll hit you with a nice layup. So Kobe was getting his points one way or another. Yeah, so regardless fair. of the, so that's why I'm looking at it. That's why I look at it from that standpoint because it's just like, to a degree, he was unguardable. I always say like now, obviously he's guardable. I mean, he's 37, Christ's sake. <laughs> and he had what three years of back-to-back to back injuries, but I'm not gonna remember Kobe for three years of back to back to back injury. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna remember this. This this what what we see from Kobe now isn't what he's gonna be remembered for. It's just all the great moments, all the clutch shots. Well speaking of 80, as you said, eighty one, which right. is like today's one hundred. Yeah, it is. And I and especially from the guard position, which is impossible you would think. Yeah. You know, and, and now let me let me actually put this out there for you. Because there's so many great moments, can you name like a top three, maybe great moments in Kobe's career? It could be championships, it could be like the '81, it could be anything, you know. The '81 is the '81 is up there. Okay. Uh, I would say, oh, '81 is number '81 to me will be his number one highlight. Uh, and then I'd say the championships, just. The fact that he repeated, because it's not like he won them separate. He literally just repeated them. Like, he did two in a row, and he, he did three in a row, he did two in a row. So I'd say just the fact, the mere fact that he did that. And this might not be a highlight, but I would say just the effort he put out there night in and night out. The man shot. Actually, this is a moment. When he shot free throws, but a torn Achilles tendon. Yeah. In his foot. <laughs> no man. The man tore his Achilles. He said, you know what? I'm going to go shoot free throws. And then I'm coming out the game. Yeah. That right there. He, His finger is a, is a mess. Yeah. That finger of his little ugh, thing's a mess. It will never be the same again. It's been broken up. It's been... Uh... His whole body's been broken up. You know, it's it's yeah, taking a beat. That's what I'm talking about. Him, his embodiment is 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 in and of itself is just I got I I have to tip the cap to it because I don't I don't see I've never seen somebody really do what he's done. I mean, put it, except AI put his body through literal hell and just say you know what you need me I'm out there. He had to tear. He literally had to tear something, and even then, when he tore the finger, he was just like, "No, no, 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 I'm playing." He still wanted to go back out there. This is very true. I'm going back out there. Wrap tape it up. I'm going back out. 
this, this man was on. He put his body on the line for this team for twenty years, for twenty seasons. He 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 earned it. He's earning everything he's getting tonight. Oh, he's earned it. He's earned it. I one hundred percent agree with that. Um, now let me ask you this: because you're such a a Lakers fan for so long. Who is the next guy up? Who do you feel like, in your opinion, is there somebody that's on the roster now, or do you feel like they still have to find another guy? Uh, I would have loved to say D'Angelo Russell, but it's kind of <laughs> hard to say that because after that whole Nick Young debacle, uh, I don't know if he'll even be a Laker, you know, sooner, you know, down the road, because we don't know how toxic that will become for him. Uh I can't really determine who the next face of the franchise is, per se. I would love to say, I would love to say uh, Clarkson, Randall, and him, and, and, and Russell. I mean, they are, they are our future of the franchise, but we have to, we have to let the, the chips lie, you know, let, let everything play out. We don't know what's going to happen with our draft pick because it can be shipped off if it, cause it's protected. So we might keep it. We might not be able to keep it. Um, I can't really. We don't know. Nobody, nobody in Lakerland knows. We just got to hope. I mean, we can get back to a championship-level team. It's been quite some time since we've been in the playoffs. Um, I don't want to build. I wouldn't, ra- wouldn't want to build like that type of like LeBron-type teams where you got like 13 superstars on a team. From like current superstars and past superstars and all that, I don't want any of that on right. the Lakers. I just I want to build a young team. We need a veteran. I know we need we're gonna need a veteran. I don't want to. We just need like a veteran superstar to guide the young guys. Something like the T Wolves are missing, like a veteran superstar who can come in and teach the young guys, and who has a winner's mentality, like. I would say, I, I, and you know, we heard the names thrown around: Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. Those guys would be nice. Uh, even Demar Derozan's names been thrown around. A lot of a lot of these guys would. Uh, uh, Demar Derozan, I would like, and I'll even say that over a Westbrook and Durant. I would, because then you know what's coming. A uh, Demar Derozan is a very good, talented young piece who could be the face of the franchise along with the other young guys. But will we have a standout face? That is to be determined. Currently, the face of the franchise is retiring after tonight. This is, this is before, that, before that, it was Irving Magic Johnson. Before that, it was Kareem. Before that, it was the logo. So you, we've had so many faces of the franchise. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it becomes... Who's the next guy up? Even at one point, Shaq was the face of the franchise. Right. Then it was Kobe, Irving. It was so worthy. You had so many guys be the face. So now I can't really, you can't determine it. But I, I could only hope for the best as a Laker fan. But where I expect also mediocrity for the next two Two seasons because we need to figure out obviously not the general manager per se, but from an ownership standpoint, who's going to lead the team, mm-hmm. and hopefully it becomes Genie Bus's team. 
over her brother because that guy is very incompetent. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I think I think we've heard a lot of that from Laker fans. Realistically speaking, and I, everybody said this: Dwight Howard would still be a Laker if Doc and Jerry Buss was still alive. Would you still want I, Dwight Howard to be a Laker? I I wouldn't want him. I don't want him back. But you got to remember, Los Angeles Lakers teams historically have always been built through great big men. That's kind of the reason why, and I wanted. That's why I wanted Jaleel Okafor over D'Angelo Russell because we already have a D'Angelo Russell in Jordan Clarkson. So this is why I would have wanted a Jaleel Okafor, a big man who rep. Because we, because like it, you gotta look at. Like I said, I mentioned a lot of names: Kareem, uh, what's his name, Shaq. Gasol, all towering big men who controlled the paint. And then he had, a, we've always had a big man and a guard. Always. Even Bynum, when he, before his knees were shot, was a decent big man for us. When he finally learned how to play basketball. And then we had our little version of the Twin Towers with him and Gasol. That was very good. That was a very good tandem. So, it's, yeah, we need a big man. That's that's my other big thing. I, it's we can put that we can put that together down the road. I think we'll be fine. Sounds like there's still a lot of work to be done, but uh, I definitely enjoy the night. You know, tonight is something I you am. guys should just enjoy it. I know you, I can honestly say you're not going to watch the uh, the 73 wins for uh, Golden State. I'm assuming. Uh, I hope they get it though. Okay. I I I really do because and it's not because. And you know, notoriously, I was not a Bulls fan. I never really liked the Bulls in the 90s. Couldn't stand them, actually. But it'd be nice just to see, at least they tied the record. So you could say 72 and 10 happen. If it happens, if it, if they do, the Grizzlies somehow do beat Golden State tonight. 72 and 10, at least, you could say I've seen it twice in my lifetime. At least. But I hope. Golden State uh, at least gets to seventy, gets to seventy three, because it'll be nice. Because I don't think it will happen ever again. The only team I can think that can probably even do it again is Golden State. They beat their own record. Maybe San Antonio, but everybody on San Antonio is aged except for their young core. So those are like the only two teams I think who could actually eclipse like that seventy win mark. Yeah, I definitely understand that. And like I said, just like you're going to be looking forward to the game, I'm looking forward to it too. Everyone else is as well. Man, thanks for your uh, insight. And uh, we're definitely going to talk to you again with some more wrestling stuff. But uh, oh, yeah. this is all Kobe today. Yeah, one, one quick thing. I have to shout. I have to say this. The Bullet Club. Yes, uh, I, I know. Okay. That's for wrestling. That's wrestling related. <laughs> that's definitely not what we're talking about today. But okay. Thank you, Black. Well, thank you. Have a good one, thank man. Thank you for having me. No problem. Have a good one. All right. You know, you had to do it, man. The guy's a wrestling guy. He had to make a mention of it. So it's all good. I'm going to leave you now on this. Um, not another Kobe song. Definitely not another Kobe song, just so that you guys don't get scared off. It's not going to be, no, it's not going to be that. I'm just going to leave you on just some of the actual things that were said for Kobe, just from a few players. And, uh, of course, the uh, last one is maybe the greatest of all time, and I- I'll let you figure out who it is. So, uh... 
for everybody, thank you for tuning in. This was the Kobe Bryant special here on Sports Social at Easton. Until next time, have a good one. Here's Kobe working on his former teammate Barnes. Right around him, and Kobe oh. turning back the clock. How old is he again? Not that old. <laughs> How good is this kid? Did you see the move by the kid? That's Kobe. As a fan, growing up watching the game, uh, you love to watch him play. What did I just see? You know, he's a... You know, rush home after school just to you know, watch him play. 360 turn in the air and spin it in. 81 points. 81 points. Pulls up 16, battles it down. I don't get it. I, I, I don't know how that's possible. When I had 41, I thought I was hot. Well, there's 70. 40 points less than his career high. <laughs> 81-point game. There's a lot of stories. The first play that comes to mind, I was with the Jazz and we were playing him in the playoffs. And uh, I came over to try to double him. And he like threw it off the backboard and caught it and laid it back in. That was sensation. He took the double team, split it, threw the ball off the backboard and beat everyone to the rebound. We were running back down the floor and I was like, that's a pretty good move. <laughs> he was like, thanks. <laughs> like he just did it naturally, you know. I have a great story. You know, I was switched on him uh, in the post, and uh, he caught it real quick, and he turned, and uh, I blocked it all the way to half court, and I was like, "Whoa!" I just blocked Kobe Bryant's shot. Somebody got in, gave it back to him, he hit a three, and he looked at me and said, "The play goes on, young fella." <laughs> Entire arena on their feet. Kobe on Clay Thompson. Last possession of the game. You know, I'm guarding him. He hits me with a new baseline and then knocks down a jumper to win it. Kobe it again. The ultimate closer. I'm like, man, this guy, Kobe Bryant, man. I just want to congratulate you on unbelievable career. I think uh, when I look back and the first time we actually played against each other and the competitive drive that I saw within your eyes, even though the knowledge wasn't quite there yet, um, it was very invigorating, and I'm very happy to to, uh, to leave you this message to say how much you know we are very proud of what you've accomplished over the years. Um, I think most people don't realize you were drafted by Charlotte Hornets, uh, so that you know connects us with you. Um, I've always been you know like a big brother, and you like a little brother. We communicate all the time. I just want to say congratulations. Your your next step and your next career is going to be something that. I'm pretty sure you're going to have to figure out, you know, from the competitive standpoint, I'm pretty sure you're just like me. Uh, uh, you're going to have to find other ways to utilize that competitive drive. But I want to congratulate you and Vanessa and the girls. Uh, you've been a big help to the game of basketball. You helped the NBA. You, uh, you helped promote it. Uh, I'm pretty sure you got a lot of fans all over the world. Uh, I am a big fan. I still love watching you play. I'm, I'm very, very uh, happy for you and what you have accomplished within the game. And uh, I look forward to seeing what you do next. If you ever need me, you know my number. Let's stay in touch. I wish you the best and have a great game tonight. Not too good of a game, uh, but I want you to stay healthy. And as I said a couple weeks ago, it's your last year. Just have fun. Take a day at a time. Enjoy it and look forward to seeing what you do after this. Take care. Good luck. Yeah.
I've uh, successfully gone to the bottom of the ocean. Mm, me too. And I've successfully gone to outer space. Ditto. And I feel like I'm already living success at success. You're welcome. Right. I I'm just wondering what's left. Richard Branson, you have achieved success at success. Congratulations. But have you achieved success at success at success? No. No, I haven't. I'm sorry, Kobe Bryant. You can do better. I know you can. Good luck to you, Richard Branson. Make me proud. <laughs>